guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we're going to get into kind of an interesting couple of chapters here. It's Isaiah chapter 7 and 8. Now, these are a little bit hard to understand if you don't understand a little bit of context. Just like anything in the Old Testament that we have been studying up to this point. Give you a little context, right? And there's manuals out there and things that will help you understand that. Uh, so to give you a little context, let me just show you this little chart right here. If you can understand, again, you've got Israel, the kingdom of Israel in the north, and you've got Judah in the south right there. Israel's king at this time is a guy by the name of King Pekah. Right, and the capital of Israel is Samaria. Now you got Judah, whose capital is Jerusalem, and you got King Ahaz down there. Now you've got Syria, who at this point has allied themselves with Israel, okay? And their capital is Damascus, and they got a king named King Rezim. So now with that in mind, you go to Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 1. And it came to pass in the days of Ahaz the son of Jothan, the son of Uzziah, the king of Judah. So you know that he is the king of Judah, that Isaiah is the prophet over, that Rezin, the king of Syria and Pekah, and who's the king of Israel, went up towards Jerusalem to war against it. So you more or less have Israel and Syria coming and wanting to fight Judah and wanting to war against it. Now, if you are King Ahaz and you got these two powerhouses that are going to come down and come after you, you're going to be a little bit nervous, right? Now, what's interesting is Isaiah says to King Ahaz in verse 4, now remembering that Isaiah is a, he's like a government advisor. He is there to help out the king. Say unto him, take heed and be quiet and fear not, which by the way, those verses are great. Take heed, be quiet, and fear not. Neither be faint-hearted for the two tales of these smoking firebrands, for the fierce anger of Rezin with Syria, the son of Remaliah. The footnote's kind of helpful here, too, because it says, don't be alarmed by this attack. Those two kings have little fire left. I love that. So here's Ahaz. He's like, ah, people are coming to get us. And, and Isaiah's like, stay calm. These guys don't have enough power in them. Now, at this time, you also have the Assyrian armies. Now, the Assyrians were brutal. They were the ones who came in and took out that northern kingdom, and they also were trying to come down and take out the southern kingdom as well. So in this chapter, you got the Assyrians who want Judah, this southern kingdom, to ally with them. What happens when you've got like the mafia or the bully who says, hey, ally yourselves with me? It is tempting to do that, but you don't want to ally yourself with the world. Now, Isaiah, the prophet, reminds reminds King Ahaz about a very, very important thing. You go down to chapter 7, verse 14, and it says, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. You guys know that. You've seen that verse before, right? Emmanuel means God is with us. So what Isaiah is trying to tell Ahaz, he's like, look, don't ally yourself with the world ally yourself with Jesus Christ. And as you do that, God will be with you because there's a temptation to do that. When the world is breathing down your neck and trying to pressure you to ally with them, you ally yourself with Jesus Christ. You go to the next chapter and it even continues that idea. Verse six, for as much as this people refuseth the waters of Shiloh. Now Shiloh means the Messiah 
or one who was sent. So if you're refusing Jesus Christ, again, you're going to have problems right here. Um, it talks about in these next couple verses how this king of Assyria is going to come down here. Here's Judah. Here's Jerusalem. The temple is down here and everything. And this king is going to come all the way down here. And he's going to try to mess with you. He's going to try to bully you. He's going to try to wipe out cities. And he will wipe out cities along the way as he's coming after you. It says, verse 8, he shall pass through Judah. He shall overflow and go over. He shall Reach even to the neck, and the stretching out of his wings shall fill the breadth of thy land. O Emmanuel. And again, Emmanuel means God is with us. Associate yourselves, this is verse 9, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Meaning if you ally yourself with this bully, with this Assyrian army, then you're going to be destroyed. Give ear all ye far countries, gird yourselves and ye shall be broken into pieces. Gird yourself and ye shall be broken into pieces. You do that. Take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Speak the word and it shall not stand. For God is with us. There's that thing again right there. So again, this whole idea here is you ally yourselves with the world. It's going to mess you up. You ally yourselves with God and he will be with you. Now, one of the verses I've made sure to connect with this particular story is Romans chapter 8, verse 31. And many of you are familiar with this one. Romans 8 is probably my favorite chapter in the Bible. It says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, then who can be against us? You know, you look at Isaiah's message here, Isaiah's message to Judah is to don't ally yourselves with the enemy. Stay focused on Jesus Christ and you're going to be just fine. You look at our prophet, President Nelson. If you were to go back to his last conference, go back to any, any of his most recent conference sessions, he's talked about things like let God prevail, which is this whole message right here in Isaiah chapter 7 and 8. Will you just let God prevail? Will you do those things to connect yourself with him? You know, repent on a daily basis. Have that daily connection with God. Isaiah and Russell M. Nelson are teaching the people the same things. We just need to make sure we trust in him and we do those things. And we remember that God is with us. And like I said, if God is with us, it doesn't matter then who is against us. We ally ourselves with him. We connect ourselves with him and we're gonna be just fine. I really believe that is true. And it's a cool little message here in these chapters of Isaiah, the chapter seven and eight or so. Um, and again, understanding just a little bit of context is gonna help that message become a little bit more powerful to you. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.